Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it's almost the business time or business end of the season. One round to play. Uh, Canberra with uh, one game really to keep their season alive. Um, coming off a, t- a tough win over the Warriors uh, last weekend, they take on the Roosters tomorrow night. Now, this is what what they need to do. If they win, well, they move above Cronulla ahead of the Sharks' clash with understrength Melbourne Storm on Friday. It's must win any way you look at it for the Canberra Raiders. And uh, to talk all about the Green Machine is the host of the Green Machine podcast, Mike Stevenson. Mike, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm, I'm excellent, Chris. How about yourself, mate? Yeah, I'm well. I'm well. I, I can't be better. A gorgeous day uh, here in Sydney. And uh, obviously, you know, uh, 24 hours time, we will know if the Raiders' season is still alive or not. Um, the feeling in the camp, the build-up, um, any any signs of pressure or cracks showing? And how are the fans feeling? It's a, it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Because, to be honest, it's either the end of a season that's been a bit of a disaster, quite frankly, or it's the miracle that that at times we just didn't expect to happen. So it's kind of, kind of good either way. It's kind of a put it you out of your misery or it's a miracle. So I think we're all kind of just like, you know, riding that uh, wave a little bit and whatever comes, comes. Mm. No, you're right. It has been very inconsistent. Um but you know, if, if they can if they can win, there's a very very good chance they'll go into the finals. And as we all know, it might sound like a cliche, but it is a whole new ball game once you get in there. And uh, like they did last year, um, your boys they they improved, didn't they? Right at the back end of the season, um, and strung a, a whole lot of uh, win wins together last weekend, um, beating the Warriors. What a crazy game that was! Down sixteen blot, I think it was twenty eight unanswered points. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen a better performance by Jordan Rapiner. Yeah, well, he's been spectacular for us. He's been like, he's actually been pretty much spectacular since the day he walked into first grade for us. Though I, I think he's still like he had uh, he had a lot of height behind him in 2016 when he was uh, pa- paired up with. BJ Lua, but uh, he's just been fantastic for us every single year, and it's he's but he's just taken it to another level. And as he's you know in the probably in the twilight of his career, even though he has just signed on for another two years, he's playing fantastic footy and just really pulling the whole team along with him. He's he's got that you know come with me guys, look, look what I can do, and mm. lift your game and come with me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he he, he looked like. King Kong last week. There was nothing he, he couldn't do. And um, I, I was a, a little bit sceptical of how he, he'd handle fullback. But when, he, when he's been thrown back there, he's he's done a really, really good job. Um, Nickel Klukstar, um, he was good, wasn't he? He was good last week as well. So getting back to, to full fitness. So he will start, um, being named to start at fullback, um, which would push Jordan back to the win. wing. I guess that's the only decision that uh, Ricky could come up with, though. 
Yeah, absolutely. We've had uh, Bailey Simonson, who's shown a bit of form this year. Didn't have his didn't have his best game. Well, to be honest, he got injured. Mm. He dropped he dropped the ball that led to a try, and then uh, got injured not long after it. And was actually up in the line and had our centre Seb Chris back for that second try. That he still I think the commentators still gave him the blame for that one, even though he was up in the line. <laughs> I think he was already injured, but he's um, he's out. So yeah, the obvious decision was put Charns back to fullback and, and Raps back to wing. And to be honest, it's not only the only decision, it was the right decision. I, I would have done that if Bailey was still playing, to be honest. I think um, Charnsy looked fantastic. It looked like he'd gotten his feet back after his first week back in first grade. And I think it was time for him to go back into that fullback role. He is, he's probably a better... Well, he is a better fullback than than Jordan as far as I'm concerned and mm. Rafana basically does all the stuff that he did did has been doing at fullback from the wing anyway so mm. I think it's win-win a lot of teams uh I'm talking to Mike Stevenson by the way um the host of the Green Machine podcast and all our Raiders listeners will I'm sure know Mike pretty well uh, he's been on this program a few times this season as well a few teams Mike are arresting players uh, teams that haven't got a whole lot to play for and can't really either make um, the finals or, or can't really move anywhere else in the finals, um, heading into the finals, rather. You guys are at full strength, pretty much. Um, Roosters, well, they have to be at full strength. Um, they uh, haven't got that many players to choose from. I might just listen to what uh, Ricky Stewart, I said it's a whole new ball game. This is what Ricky had to say on the uh, the finals race. We're a semi-final team. We're disappointed with where we are on the table and relying on one game and another game as um, results. Yeah, that, it's disappointing, but um, if we didn't have the, uh, the strength in the, the playing group, we, we would have been out of the running two or three weeks ago. Well, I think if you've earned the position of rest players this week, all good on you. Um, I was criticised last year for debuting so many young players who went out and, and, and beat the Sharks. There wasn't too much criticism after it. I mean, if we want to start criticising coaches for resting players to give themselves the best shot to win a semi-final, it's pretty disappointing. We've got a game that wants to expand. We've got a game that wants to go and find uh, another club here in Brisbane. Don't you think it's a positive that we can actually rest players and give another young bloke an opportunity to play first grade or give another guy who's been sitting in the wings for the last four or five weeks to play first grade? We want to talk about expansion. We can't go criticising coaches for resting players at this stage of the season. Yeah, well, there he is, Ricky Stewart. Um, there have been some criticising those clubs that are resting players uh, heading into the final round. Melbourne will be resting a lot of players. Uh, Parramatta resting a lot of players. South Sydney, virtually, um, well, not an unknown team, but a team of maybe a lot of them unknowns as well. What are your thoughts on that? My, I, you can't, there's no argument really, is there? I mean, if you've got to do whatever you can do for your club and your team um, to be the best you can come week one of the finals. Yeah, Ricky's Ricky's spot on with that. There's, it's, and as you said, we did exactly the same last year when we couldn't really make the top four positions. So we rested a bunch of players and ended up playing like a, a baby Raiders against the Sharks. And actually, they were good enough to come up with a win and actually, you know, blood some guys that are actually playing first grade this year that have actually had to play a lot of first grade this year. So maybe that mm. kind of early experience was good for them. But you can't like. You can't blame a Melbourne for 
not putting the emphasis on this last round. In saying that, the team's actually still pretty good. So I've, I've got a lot of faith in them that they can actually get the job done against the Sharks. But mm. if you've earned your position and you can't move, there's nothing on the line, you've earned where you are, yeah, it, it's as simple as, you know, you've got, as I said, you've got to be, the coaches have got to be doing the right thing, resting the guys with niggles, or some of them might actually want to play a full side because they don't have a couple of combinations. Like, for instance, Penrith can't go any lower than second or any higher than first, and they're playing a, a full-strength side to, you know, they might be trying to blow out a few cobwebs. Now, you know, with Cleary, they probably weren't at their best last week, but... Well, they've I'll also, uh, they've also, Mike, week. they've also got their their eye on the minor premiership too. You know, if they win against the Eels, which they will do, let's be honest, I'm pretty sure they will. And if Melbourne, feel, feeling this understrength team, do get rolled by the Sharks, who must win, uh, we think, um, to make the finals, well, uh, Penrith will become minor premiers back to back. So that's You're why. You're right. I, yeah. Mm. Sorry, I was going to say, you're right, and the Panthers will get minor premiers, but the, the Panthers were minor premiers last year. Mm. You know, on this crazy run going in, they lost the one that mattered the most. And I think you only get 100, 100K. I don't think that's changed for 30 years. Uh, the prize money for no. minor, minor premierships is a bit crazy. It's, it's funny, I heard a, um, actually on, uh, on Joel and Fletch on the SEN, I heard them talking about an idea that would be but I think it'd be fantastic. I think for winning the minor premiership, mm. instead of just going into a into a match against fourth, you should be able to choose which team you want to play out of third and fourth. I reckon that'd be a real incentive for that to get past the post. I actually because mm. at the moment you'd be looking at um, what a manly side with a lot of dangerous players or a Latrell LaSouth, uh, the decision seems you know almost obvious on who you'd pick. So mm. I. I if they're going to, me- if they're messing with all the other rules at the moment, they might as well make, um, you know, mm. the semi-final structure might be a bit different. Yeah, I don't know about that, Mike. I think we should just stop messing with with too much, uh, too too many we key elements to of the game. But maybe I agree. There the should there should be, yeah, no, sure. On the rule, there should be, I think, a bigger incentive to to win the JJ Gilton and Shield other than just the prestige. I think the prize money probably needs to be a little bit more. Ricky Stewart, Mike. Um, He's Canberra through and through. Is he? Is the he the man to take you boys back to the promised land? Yeah, yeah, he's absolutely the man. He's already he's already taken us to a couple of prelims and a and a grand final. Like, I think he's a bit stubborn. I think the new rules probably weren't the. I, I think they weren't the best for him. I think he. I think he had a style of play that he liked to play and. I think he stuck with it, and the new rules weren't exactly, you know, good for that. So it's a shame, but I think by the time he gets around to next season, I'll have a new plan worked out, and I think, well, I'm hoping there are a few other things I'd like to see happen uh, in and around the club, but I think you'll, I think we'll be looking at a much more successful 2022 if we do or don't make the semis this year. What are some of the things you'd like to see happen? Need a halfback. That's that's a that's a big one, but also I'd like to see potentially a couple of um, either experienced signings or like because we haven't signed anyone for next year that's mm. recognised first grader, whether it be from the NRL or from the ESL from the Super League. Um, I I think one of the main things that a club needs is a little bit of a change, some new faces, some new ideas to come in, like. 
when Bateman came into our side, he just brought a competitiveness with him that changed the whole culture of the club. So I, I think we need a couple of new faces, whether it be in, I don't know, in coaching, but as in some of our, like, I, I think I actually really like our, um, our coaching system mm. at the moment. I like all the guys there. Brett White's a champion, and I think Ricky is the man for the job. But I'd, I think I'd like to see some more guys brought in into the playing roster that have got a bit more experience. Because I think, even if it's just one or two, just to put a new dynamic into the side. Mm. Um, Jack Whiten, he's shown flashes of, of that Dally M form this year. But I, I say flashes, it's been all too infrequent from him this season. Um, the last couple of games, he seems to have improved uh, quite a bit. What's changed? I'll be honest, I think it's criticism. Yeah. I think it's criticism. He came out, like, I I think he was very, very quiet for a lot of the year, and people had, had, had just said, look, not only was he not doing the, the flashy stuff and scoring tries or anything, but he was just quiet. And that was, I think, the biggest problem. And I think he, everyone came out and criticised and he, he jumped on social media and I think he wrote something along the lines of Mama didn't raise no quitter or something like that. And ever since then, his intensity's gone up. So I think he's actually paid attention to it, which is good because that's all we, anyone ever wanted anyway. Everyone wants to see him playing at his best. And look, I thought he was excellent on the weekend. Mm. I, I thought he, in his defence, he was terrorising some of these Warriors blokes, hitting hard and like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was almost impossible to, uh, you know, no one was getting... Actually, to get a defence, despite being 16-0 down, mm. was actually very good in this game. You wouldn't have known it in the first minute when we conceded a try, but um, for the rest of the game, I actually think we were quite good. Oh, rock solid for the rest of the game. They want a better start against the Chooks tomorrow, but if their defence is in order, well, that's what wins uh, big games at the end of the year. Okay, this is a tricky question, Mike, because um, you might have a different answer after in 24 hours' time. So... Before before round one or the end, sorry, round 25, all the first week of the finals, if that happens, has it been success, failure, or somewhere in between 2021? Oh, the, the year's been a disaster. Hmm. I, I, if, we, if we make the semis, and like, the only thing that would make it a success is if we can go on from here and actually pull off a miracle, which I, I think is very unlikely considering some of the football we've played this year. But the year, especially regular season, has been a disaster. Like, we've lost to some sides that we would have never expected to. We've blown multiple, we've blown double-digit leads, I think six or seven, maybe even eight times, some ridiculous amount of times we've blown leads this year. And it's just, it's really, it's been a terrible year. There has been some injuries and things that, you can, you know, place part of the blame on, but I don't think the boys would be making any excuses. I really do expect a much bigger and better year next year. But, um, yeah, this year's quite honestly been a disaster for the team. Mm. It's funny how things can change, though. You know, if I was to speak to you in 24 hours, as I say, and let's say you beat the Roosters and let's say that the, the Sharks do get beaten by Melbourne, well, suddenly you're in the finals. Um, I wonder what you'd be saying if, let's say, you were able to make it to the grand final. Well, it's, yeah, oh, absolutely. And look, if we if you can go on a tear and mm. come up with like that kind of football, then of course the, the season becomes a success. But based on the report card we've seen so far, it's, it's anything but. But I, I do believe that if we can somehow pull this off, we'll end up, I believe, playing most likely it'll be a Parramatta semi-final. We beat them a couple of weeks ago. 
and then we're into you know into the real business end of the season. Mm. All right, Mike, I appreciate you jumping on the line, mate. Good luck tomorrow against the Chooks, and uh, hopefully uh, for you boys, uh, good luck in the finals. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, mate. Great appreciate stuff. it. Cheers. There he is, Mike Stevenson, and you can um, hear a lot more of Mike on the Green Machine podcast. You're listening to Higher Ground with me, Chris Warren.